Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Iltani, the Scion. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Kanea, the Wizard. I'm JD. I'm playing Karul, the Mage. And I'm Ryan. I'm playing Tarhunis, the Assassin. And this is the Chimera Cast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChimeraCast. God, guys, there's no dungeon master. What do we do? Uh, Everybody here is looking at me, but I've. You're in charge. What do you, What do you do? Yeah, this is still <laughs> overarching kind of your thing. Yeah, are we, are yeah, we introducing? Are we doing character introductions? Yeah, yeah, we probably yes. should. Well, maybe we should. You want me to vamp? I can vamp. Doing. Are we doing this this whole session? What is going on? No. Okay. What we <laughs> talked about last week? Yes, last week. Yep. Um, was that the beginning of this episode would be. Tarhunis and the gang. <laughs> I oh, hi, we're the gang. Yeah, fuck us. Ryan has all the intellectual rights anymore. The slave. The literal slave is the one who's like, yeah, it's Tarhunis and the gang. <laughs> Revisionist fucking history. I guess we die in this story is what you're trying to subtly hint at. At the very least, we're on the same level. <laughs> they had decided to kill Brennus's mom. <laughs> Tarunas and the gang just, I don't know, <laughs> broke me inside a little bit. Last time, my character and whatever the fuck you want to do. Oh, god damn it. <sighs> well, so we talked about them killing Brindis's mom, and then we cut to before that happened. Yeah. The main cast going into the arena for their fight the next day. Yep. So I, if that still sounds good to you guys, that's sort of what I had planned. Yeah. 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 Recording last week, we sort of introduced what we were trying to accomplish with these like side scenes, vignettes. Yeah. So I don't know that we really need to do that again. Yeah. But maybe some background about what has happened with some of these characters in the past. Yeah, I think that would be good. Karul or Tarhunas, I think. Should yeah, I think you guys should start. First? Yeah. GD, why don't you go ahead? So I'm playing Kurul Anunnaki. Kurul is an agent of the Ashkashari Empire, one of our overarching big bads. Kurul was created off the podcast, um, so we don't have a series to listen to him, but I made him to be an agent in another city called Luko, kind of working on behalf of the Ashkashari Empire to either topple them or make them submit to imperial rule. What else can I say? Uh, he is a, a mage of the mask. So subterfuge magic that involves um, subterfuge, um, manipulation, that sort of thing is his forte. Um, but he can't do anything really obvious and he can't do anything that uh, sort of in your face. The stuff in Luco, I guess I can keep talking about that a little bit. Um, so Luco was then 
uh, did eventually fall thanks to our party in that game. They did not submit to the Empire, but they did like lose. We basically killed their their controlling family. Uh, and as a result, the Empire moved in, made an example of Luko, and famously, uh, in, the, in the lore of the Ashkashari Empire, uh, crucified the entire population on the road between Luko and the capital, Ashkashar. So, Kurul's a bad guy, I guess, is what you could say about him. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we can, at the very least, Kurul and Tarhunas are very bad people. Yeah, they definitely are. They're bad people. Yeah. These are bad people that we're playing in this. Um, but it turns out that's fucking super fun to play sometimes. Uh, so, then uh, Kurul went off and um, dealt with another city, Ka, which is the city of gold. Um, and events transpired in which basically that ended up with the city of Ka being ruled by a council of which the Ashkashari Empire had three out of five votes. So essentially Ashkashar took over and controls Ka without actually needing to go to war for it uh, which obviously the Shah appreciates because armies are expensive. And if you listen to our last series uh, I talked about Basilisa Rasanthi and that whole ordeal where basically she was like a, a deposed uh, ruler of an island country of Than. Um, Karul maybe encouraged the satrap, the, the kind of general governor, to overthrow Basilissa. So he was involved there too. And now is here to sow some more imperial shit around. Oh, uh, he's a eunuch. All imperial mages are eunuchs. Yeah, so I am playing Tarhunas, who his people were conquered by the Ashkashari Empire, and the emperor holds his children as hostages. And so through a bit of his own like shamanic training in his youth and spending time with Karul, he's been able to tap into a bit of shadow magic over the years. And his official position is Karul's bodyguard, and his unofficial position is uh, assassin for the empire. Yeah, that's about it. He's huge, but he's not super strong. He's just really tall. And he plays into being seen as the a sort of barbaric figure, even though he's very intelligent and delights in subverting people's expectations of him. He was there with Karul through those things, the adventures in Luko and Ka. You, the two of you have very much been a, a pair yeah, for most of the... We're all sort of, of the... Uh, the times you've seen two him. consistent characters. And that comes to me. I'm playing Iltani Evermind, the villain of season two. Where if you'll, if you want to go back and listen to it, I won't give you a whole lot of information. But she is attempting to, in that season, acquire a weapon. At the end of that, and she fails to acquire said weapon. And so she was by the end of that. In we agreed, Nijaz's body. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are a bunch of body swaps that happened to that, and I'm pretty sure it was Najaz's body, but she has been forced from that body and is now in a clone body. Her primary goal here is information gathering. She is, this is essentially a training wheels kind of mission after her last failure to prove that she's still useful to the Shah, and that is why she would normally be in this sort of situation. She would probably be sent here to do what Karul is doing, but Karul is in like a higher station now, if I'm understanding correctly, than he had been at some point. And so he's here overseeing my rehabilitation, basically. Should I talk about the class that I'm playing at all? Or how do you want to do this? Yeah, at least a peek into that, I'd say. 
basic outline. I don't think you need to get too fancy with it. So the class I'm playing is the Scion from Awful Good Games. They did The Witch I played in Season 4. Which So I, I, I like another class they've done. We've interacted with them, and for the most part, they have a pretty good batting average. So she has telekinetic abilities, the ability to intrude on other people's thoughts. I have an additional discern realities question. That's her basic get up is fucking with people's minds and primarily what she does. That's why she would be an information gatherer in a more urban setting like this. Hey, Ryan, do you want to tell us about your class as well, just so they kind of all get a flavor for it? Are you, what are you playing again? So I'm playing the uh, the assassin. It's a, a class by Funhaver Industries, and it's sort of based on Dishonored and Assassin's Creed. It has some fun moves that kind of let you do both if you want to. It's a little more focused than like the thief is in terms of just being able to murder somebody at will. I mean, I think also it wasn't a big draw to this that you just get to be super sweet in your kill. Like, you basically oh, get a bomb-ass killer. Yeah, like, killer yeah, you're, you're essentially, <laughs> like, you, I can, like, murder people and then ask them questions before they die. Yeah, you can, like, carve people's names on arrows and it always hits them. Fun stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Just super sweet. Yeah. I, I really do like this class a lot, yeah. I've definitely played it more than any other Dungeon World class. And I would say that I would play it again if I had the opportunity. So I'm playing the wizard. Kanea is the only one that doesn't have a ton of backstory, who no one has played before, hasn't shown up on the cast. Kanea is our local informant slash piece of the Ashkashari Empire that's around. Kanea's background is that he was his family helped create the new architecture that would cover up uh, the original Elvish ruins for all intents and purposes like old money within the city and he has kind of felt the neglect of this of the kind of like progression forward the more liberal policies what have you it also doesn't hurt that his son became very sick so when he was searching for a cure for that he came across the shah who has, uh, you know, deep, dark, scary magics and uh, basically made his son into a lich. And his son is away at a summer camp uh, where he stays w- with within the, the realms of the Empire, somewhat kind of like a hostage, so that Kanea does the Emperor's bidding. Kanea's magics uh, are really connected to the city itself, since his family helped make all of this architecture if you remember like where the the central governmental building is where the water flows as walls and things like that his family are the ones who put this all together so for those of you familiar with the wizard class you get to choose some spells and that's why i'm taking contact spirits i think that kanea is definitely like not your traditional shoot magic missile type of wizard and more using his magic in order to get what he needs information about the city and its people to help the Ashkashari Empire. And that's the basic gist of Kanea. We'll hopefully roll it out a little bit more. Obviously this is fresh to me and exciting, so I'm excited to see where we can go and hopefully build a history out of it. One of the things I was going to say uh, is of course Kanea is evil like everyone else, but I was looking at the races and this kind of sparked an idea within me because I have kind of set up Kanea as a piece of shit who wants to basically whitewash out the elves. I'd take the elf race move because, of course, nothing oh. better than someone who's self-hating. 
it's maybe it's far back in his own history a couple of generations and they've tried to breed it out but yeah i think taking that really makes a statement as well about the kind of the kind of person and the kind of family kanea comes from yeah i hate it yeah i don't i I mean it's gross it's great what's the what is the move it's actually pretty good too. Uh, magic is a natural as breath for you. Detect magic is a cantrip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Shall we just roll from there? We kind of left off, if I remember last time. Basically, set up the plan to kill them. Evening was yeah. falling. Do we want to go to the next morning, or do we want to sow some deeds in the in the evening times? I think we're at the next morning. If I understand correctly. Yeah. Yeah, because it was gonna be we were gonna do this assassination at the games that our main characters of the series are fighting in, right? Yep. Yeah, during their fight. Because, yeah, better that way, yeah. yeah. Cool, so when we last left off, evening had set. The plans were slowly getting into motion. Let's just settle ourselves in. It's morning, the sun is coming up. You can hear the birds tweeting their annoying little tweet songs. Cool. Are you up first, or is Tarhunas? I think we've established in the past that Tarhunas is Always up before Karul, because he's a bit more indulgent. Yeah, Karul is, especially I think, given his success, he's he's he gets softer and softer as he uh, moves <laughs> up in the ring. Turn is what does Karul see when he wakes up? Are you guys in the same room still? Is that how you get, do you guys still bunk, or has has he grown so lavish that he he stays by himself now? Oof, interesting. He also snores really bad, so keep that in mind. No, I don't think we bunk together anymore. I think hmm. I've helped overthrow city states and stuff. Pretty sure I'm not going anywhere at this point. Yeah. So I at least have enough trust to sleep by myself. It feels like that conversation might have had a little bit of an edge to it when you first asked to to have your own quarters. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Tarhunas and Cruel are friends in like the most tenuous way possible your work colleagues yeah death has usually brings people together it has brought you as to not fight i would have absolutely never revealed to tarhunas that i stuck my neck out to try and get his kids freed Mm -hmm. so we're not like buddy buddy but we have successfully worked together a number of times so we're yeah there's a mutual respect i don't think that should be understood oh yeah yeah. yeah. i think absolutely that's that's the right phrase a mutual respect what what is your morning ritual look like this morning, Tarhunas? I think that when he was younger, Tarhunas, it was like knife fighting forms. And as he's gotten older, he's had to adjust that into more of a like Tai Chi yoga. It's a bit more slowed down. Uh, it's more to stretch himself up and wake his muscles up at the beginning of the day rather than like keep himself honed super sharp. At this point, he relies more on the power that he's developed over the years than, like, being the fastest. Well, he's still pretty fast. He's not ancient. He's just getting up there. What about this particular assassination attempt is giving you anxiety? It's publicity. I think that Tarhunas has seen a crowd turn, and being in the middle of that is a bit more harrowing. He's going to have to get closer than he would like. Yeah, you're you're sending the message yeah. direct instead of the right. Right, the the letter that is a body being dropped off somewhere. Right. There was definitely a time when, you know, Tarhunas was all about killing with the knives that he wore, but now 
You know, he's got the ability to just write somebody's name on an arrow and just knock them off with that. And this is scary. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. isn't this isn't that anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, this is back to the old way of doing things. I think you're in the midst of your stretching and your Tai Chi like poses when you hear a, a firm knock at the door. Just come in, cruel. Ah, Tahunas, good morning. I trust I did not wake you. You know you didn't, Karul. Good, good. I sent the boy for coffee. He should be along soon. You have a busy day ahead of you. No different than it used to be. True. It is nice to be working together again. Could have used you in Than. I can't say that I wish I was there, Karul. I heard it was a bit of a mess. Oh, you spent too much time at court. The emissaries always gossip among themselves. Idle hands, you know. Uh, Karul, what was that major fuck-up in <laughs> Thrawn? <laughs> <laughs> the one that maybe also I think probably gets exaggerated or twisted, but you take kind of a comfort in the fact that no one says exactly what happened or how it went down. One of my opposition was like a, a priestess. Like they have a priestess class on Thon, and I thought that I was like ahead of her but she had figured out what I was doing and so it sort of fucked up I don't know some sort of manipulation or something that I was doing somebody somebody who was like I thought was in my pocket actually wasn't but was in her pocket so I just mind controlled one of her servants and killed her in broad daylight and it caused kind of an up, you know, it's Yeah, it was a big, like, I mean, to have, like, one of the high priestesses, like, be murdered. I mean, it's like a incredible sin there or whatever. They're like a revered, untouchable class. I assume, yeah, this is what kicked off the more hostile negotiations, albeit, like, it didn't get immediately hostile but all of a sudden the conversations and the talks were less backdoor yeah i think it i think it went from like me trying to actually manipulate the politics of the place to just focusing on a military coup yep yeah i like that a lot Mm -hmm. and then of course playing that off is like oh no a military coup is always the plan oh lord so the the people who gossip i assume your colleagues if we can call them that they think that you're losing subtlety right Luco had to be raised. Thran had to be overthrown through military force. Ka maybe was a success, but they heard that maybe not all the houses. You hadn't you hadn't been so deft as to convince everyone that you had strong armed them. Two murders in the middle of a wedding, isn't that how Ka went down? <laughs> yeah, if I believe if I remember. And a correctly. small gang fight. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a man who is supposed to act in whispers and shadows. <laughs> I asked Kanea to provide us with the architectural plans of the arena for you to look over. He'll meet us later at my estate. As previously established, uh, Karul likes to use his his credit to establish an actual like location that is his own. He lives lavishly. Fair enough. Have you watched any of these games? Oh, they're barbaric. I would never. And Karul like smiles. You should learn to relax, Karul. Are quite entertaining. It's not like you have any compunctions against bloodshed. Not when it's for a purpose. But just to kill for sport? No. I enjoy finer pleasures. For those who are fighting, it isn't just for sport. It's not just a game. We should go when all this is done. 
Oh, like Tarhunas is putting on his stuff and uh, like his armor and tucking knives into secreted pockets and stuff. I'll be honest, Karul. Life at court is dull. I've missed you. <laughs> well, today will not be dull, my friend. That I can promise. Scene change. <laughs> Eltani, where do we find you? I thought you and I were together. I assume so. That sounds great. So we're at the Coliseum, then, right? Yeah. Karul actually expected us to get coffee. No, I believe he expected you to get coffee, and I wanted to accompany you. I was under the impression that he had asked you. He was looking directly at you. As she, like, waves her hand as the guard, like, lets the two of us through. I was not paying attention. Besides, we have another small job to do. We'll have to get Tahunus out of his rags and into something that resembles the rebels' colors and their insignia. I can make people think that he's an elf, extend his ears, and change his pallor a little bit to those who are watching, but some clothes for him would make my job a bit easier. Indeed. Oh, no, fuck. Hold on, I'm sorry. Iltani, I feel like you should be like, he'll at least pass for a half-breed, because I feel like Kanea can bounce off that. We don't have, like, flags for Kanea or anything, do we? Oh, no, I guess we don't. But I feel like that's one. <laughs> yeah. That's actually that's actually really nice. Um, yeah, how do we how do we codify that? Comment on my elvish heritage? I want, like, comment on the virtues of elvish culture so that I may rebuke it. Does that work? I want it to be more personal than that. Mm. Yeah. That could just be, like, a racist, you know, not, like, a <laughs> self-hating racist. <clears throat> yeah. Which I appreciate more as, like, the character depth there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like, uh, bring my elvish heritage to the front of my mind so I may display my disgust. I don't think that's too bad. I mean, yeah, it's long-winded, but it gets the point across. Let's just roll with it for now. I can extend his ears and change his pallor a little bit. It'll make him pass for a half-breed, at the very least. Why do your eyes linger on me when you said that? Iltani smirks for a minute. I don't know. But do you think that we can get him clothes? Rebel clothing, or at least a patch. Yes, there's an insignia that they paint on the walls outside. I assume it could be used and woven into the clothing. However, we ourselves cannot be so conspicuous if we go to a consignment shop and ask for a cape with their symbol on it. It is sure to be tracked, and that I don't need, as I am already the center of... And he kind of, like, gives a a look of self-importance. Much, much attention. And did you think we were walking down to the holding cells strictly for air, Kanea? We shall see if they are willing to give the clothes off their back for you. I don't think they'll put up much of a fight. Uh, We make our way down to the holding cells. What do we see? This is the holding cells for, like, elvish prisoners specifically? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's, like, underground, but where, like, normally they kind of pack earth and make... Most prisons are stone or... You know, prisons aren't held or places for just to hold people till they die. Generally, this place is just they're like stuffed into cages. They're it's overcrowded. There's water on the floor. Mm. It reeks. There's very few guards because most of the people in here are demoralized enough that they don't really need them. Which one, Kanea, do you think will squawk? 
I doubt any of them have the true passion to make any great utterance. You'll want to find someone who looks a little bit newer, though, I assume. I suppose that's a time to discern realities, huh? That sounds yeah. about right. I was waiting for I look around the room. <laughs> that's a seven. So useful or valuable, right? Mm-hmm. You see, I think, in all of the, uh, I'll say squalor of this this scene, right? People cowering or people trying to clean wounds from the arena or whatever. You catch the eyes of someone who you can tell is, we'll say dignified, defiant still. They're not sitting there with their head down. They're not like standing, like leaning on the bars or anything. Like they're sitting straight up in their in their little cell and i think also unusually they're by themselves they're the only ones in it obviously an elf chained up like many of them but Mm -hmm. that's the one that stands out to you all right so we saw this dignified man what do you think of that one there canaan he's still got something left to break if uh, that is how you want to go about it by all means how are the fights treating you so far elf I survive. What's it to you? Uh, I think he's going to stand up, comes like closer to you. Uh, and as the light comes on, you see that he has like elvish scripts tattooed on him, on his face and neck. Now see, the older ones have markings like that, but you're pretty young. Where'd you get those tattoos? <sighs> I'm older than you. I wouldn't speak so surely. So I'm going to ask again where you got the tattoos. Fuck you. Fine. And yeah, I'm gonna reach into his brain and take the information I want. Oh, you got a move that you're triggering there, pal? (laughs) You can establish a mental connection with a nearby thinking creature, allowing you to communicate with them, and if they are willing, enter their mind and learn what they know. When you try to enter the mind of a creature against its will, roll plus intelligence on a 10 plus, in addition to hearing what it's thinking, you learn something interesting or useful about them, or something they know about. The GM will tell you what. But who's gonna tell you? Yep, that's an 11. So it's the the full is just that you you know it all? Is that right? Yeah, so the 7 through 9 augments that. The information's hazy, they learn something about me, there's feedback. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't have that, so I just get the information I want, essentially. Perfect. It's your cool. Because <laughs> it has to be, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, you definitely read that it's it's cool. And I mean, you probably see like the imagery, right? And I think it's like, a, this is a, these are like ritual tattoos, so it's like a it's a, an ordeal when people go through these. Uh, for the record, when you use this move, the target knows that someone was trying to force their way into your thoughts. Oh. So, this is not a comfortable thing. Oh, interesting. Uh, the fuck is that? What, what do you want? I have everything I want. I just wanted to let you know that it doesn't matter how strong your will is. Kanae, let's go. We still do require one more thing. And? My good man, could you give us the clothes off your back, please? What? I'm sorry, friend. They're for a good cause. No, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. And he, like, turns one of his ears towards you. And then at the same time, he's going to reach out and try and grab you, Kanea. Maybe come a little closer. I'll grab him by the arm that he's grabbing me uh, as if to try and distance myself and grab his arm. Like you're grabbing me by the shirt, right? He's going to try. Certainly. Yeah. I'm just going to grab his arm. Uh, Give me a defy danger plus strength. Sure. 
six. My strength is minus one, five. That's a fail. Well, you can't assist there, so. I wouldn't anyway. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, uh Kanea, he's gonna he's he grabs you by um your uh what is robes, clothes, shirt? What are we wearing here? Uh robes, yeah. Robes, okay, cool. Uh yeah, he's gonna grab you by like the little pels of your robes and he draws you in and smashes you against the uh against the bars of the cell. Go ahead and take a D six of damage, cool. I think. Sure. Three. Cool. I will take three. He's going to hold you there. Uh, he's going to try to bite your nose off. Uh, <laughs> Iltani or Kanea, what, what do either of you do? I'm going to have to take my palm and just put it on his forehead and then tap deep into a, an energy that I have welling inside of me. And you'll just, you'll hear, it's a quick, soft muttering and repeated like phrases. I am your friend. I have known you for a long time. My name is Kanea, and I am here to help you. I am here to assist you in everything that you could ever want. And I'm I'm going to try and charm person. I love it. Cast a spell. That's fun. Uh, charm person. The person, not beast or monster, that you touch while casting a spell counts you as a friend until they take damage or you prove otherwise. Uh, that'll be a 14. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Cast a spell on a 10 plus. The spell is successfully cast and you may cast the spell again later. That is all. You did it. <laughs> so yeah, that muttering goes on very quickly and hurriedly. And then we definitely see him like slump a little bit and calm down and get into that dull, thick, not a thought in his head kind of state. Are you okay, my good friend? Fine. I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. It's okay. I think there was a misunderstanding with our other good friend Iltani here. As I was just saying, we need your clothes to give to the children in the streets. They are they are freezing, and they require help. I know you are down here, and it is warm, and you have your companions to help you. And I have asked that the gods bring you a new set of robes, but we require yours course i i don't need them you're right and he strips down thank you so much the, the children the future soldiers in all of this they will remember your great sacrifice he takes the folded up clothes i believe it is time for us to go and help the children i think we're scene cutting there right? yeah we're totally scene cutting there. Oh, perfect <laughs> where are you two meeting Kurul and tarhunas Maybe, oh, actually, maybe a better question. Maybe walk me through. You guys have to go get the, the architectural plans, maybe? Kanae, are you doing that on your own, or is Altani still with you? Does, did his family just design it? Can you just get them? Yeah, I assume. I just want to know, like, where they're, where they would be stored or where. I want some, I want more, like, city flavor than I am worried about the challenge of getting them. There definitely are copies in the main archives that you could go and grab. But as any, you know, rich person, uh, they would protect their IP and have copies at their own homes. He would probably have to go see his brother, though, which would be a frustrating enterprise. His brother, uh, an idiot, he is, a, is more of a the hoarder, the one who keeps the family things together and doesn't do anything for himself, part of why. Probably Kanea blames his brother for some of their fall from grace because he thinks he lives in a kind of like sad, cooped up squalor, just trying to keep the money from growing smaller every day by, you know, not ever trying to invest or try and, you know, 
make the family name greater. Two things. One, now you made the scene interesting, so we actually have to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two, Kanea, when you when you see your brother, what uh, clearly elvish feature does he have that you always fixate on? Ryan, what do you think it is, actually? Uh, I think that elves have more epicanthic eyes than are common in this part of the world, and that your brother has eyes that are reminiscent of this more elvish quality. Hmm. And what is his name, Ryan? What's your family name? How about uh, Kanea Fayir? Uh, Amin. Amin. How much older than you is your brother? Two minutes. Love oh, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the frustration. <laughs> oh, brother, you don't show your face around here very often. <sighs> yes, I know. I'm on business. He uh, kind of looks at you askance. You don't have business very often of late. I do have business. It just doesn't require that you know what's going on. Now that you've nosed your way into mine, if you could please nose your way back to your books. What do you need, brother? I require information on one of Grandpapa's old architectures. Hmm. And what is in it for me? I'll tell you what's in it for you. Money for the family and our name toted about the city. They wish to make an addition to the halls. A new fountain, but they need the layout, and they need our approval, because it is our grandpapa who made the hall. Now show me what I need, and get out of my way. I want to know if he buys this. I think you should defy plus cha. Yeah. Because I think you can tell him the truth, and that, like, the stakes are pretty low, but I'm curious if he believes you. Uh, that'll be a nine. Oh, incredulity. Yeah, there's some incredulity, right? Because I I can I can buy into why he's incredulous because there's more money than I'm going to tell him there is. Always taking a little bit more for myself. Oh, right. <laughs> and who's going to design this edition for the you out of all the members of the family? They said that I had the best artistic vision. More of Kanea taking more than his fair share. Look at you. Look how skinny I am. Look at you. Oh, always taking more. <laughs> You're both pretty fat. Right? <laughs> I assume so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a, a, an astute viewer cannot tell the difference between the two of them. Love it. If you wish to have opportunities with the city, perhaps you should get out and talk to someone instead of saying locked up in a library, reading books of the old days. I am trying to forge a future for our family. Meanwhile, you just sit and waste away like our fortunes. And he gives a big shit-eating grin. Among the musings of our forefathers is the only place I can get a decently intellectual conversation. Unlike the pedants out there. But please, you have the run of the family library. You don't need my permission. I think Kanea just gives you gives you a nod and uh, briskly walks by you. Come along, don't linger. Iltani, what piece of decoration have you found fascinating during this conversation? <laughs> so your whole family are architects then, Kanea. I found the 
molding around the doorway quite engaging. Kanea, like, walks back. Yes, we were all and are all architects. Fascinating. Blueprints, then, the schematics. Yes, follow me. Eltani rolls her eyes, like, somewhat dramatically as soon as you turn around and just follows you. Yeah, we'll go into the library and try and find the schematics. Nothing in need of a roll. I think we can just roll those bad boys up and be on our way. Yeah. Sweet. We will go and meet with Karul and Tarhunas. Karul, what's your estate look like? I think first you are greeted uh, at the gate. There's a lean, mean guard there standing by the entrance gate. But, of course, you are expected and, therefore, uh, you are met by my house slave, essentially. Um, so, I assume, given local market condition, Well, no, I'm probably, I've probably imported all of my help, as it were, from the Ashkashari Empire. So, they would be human, which actually kind of might make it stand out a little bit more that all the, all the servants here are humans. But they would greet you and lead you through a small but modest, nice uh, garden, probably. There's a pond. There's some fish. Maybe a, like, prize frog. I don't know why I find that entertaining, <laughs> but I do. Just a big old frog? Big-ass frog. Yeah, they're they're renowned for their <laughs> their beautiful vocalizations uh, in the evening. Bop. Sounds beautiful. I love the singing frog aspect. <laughs> You come through, like, the pillared. It's a very open-air concept, estate. So columns, a roof, probably, like, the the main kind of the meeting area, the living room, as it were, would be, like, open air. So it's all underneath, like, in the middle of the house. So the house itself is a big, it's probably a big circle. And then the, the meeting room is, like, in the middle, and it's totally open. Two stories, you know, nothing crazy, but definitely expensive. It's not, like, old money estate because I had to buy it just recently but it is basically the finest that money can purchase. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I imagine I am reclined in the in the meeting area, the atrium. Tarhunas, uh, what are you what are you doing? You're already here. This isn't your first time here also. Yeah, yeah. Tarhunas is fascinated by this frog. He understands that it only sings at night and he's just like waiting, just watching it. Because I don't think he's ever been here at night. Like, he's never yeah. seen the thing, but Karul insists. And he's just, like, standing, staring down at this frog with his hands behind his back. Please talk to Karul about getting the frog to sing, but he only sings it. <laughs> That's what you guys come into? Make it sing, Karul. Whatever do you mean, Tahunis? Ever since we arrived here, all I've heard about is this exotic frog that you purchased. The beautiful music it makes. And it just sits here taking up space, and he turns with a very pointed look at Karul, much like, uh, never mind. Karul smiles like, right, this is a playful jest between people who do, in fact, respect each other. Oh, while it may look like it's not doing anything, have patience. It will sing in its due time. It is quite beautiful, but it only sings in the evening. Once the sun touches the horizon, and until the sun leaves. No more, no less. Tarhunas hunches down and meets the frog's <laughs> eyes. I have business this day, frog. But when I return tonight, you shall sing my victories. I think we walk in at that moment as you're like face to face with the frog. <laughs> oh, I see you've bought a singing frog, Karul. How wonderful. 
Many of the younger families enjoy such luxury, though it is a little, mm, fashionable. Oh, yes, well, I felt it helped me fit in with the, the local young and rich. Besides, I find it helps me sleep. You know it only sings at night, don't you? I'm looking at uh, Tarhunas, who's eyeballing this frog up and down. They really do sing? Yes. Some say well, and some say loudly. How was your morning? Successful? Aside from a small complication, completely successful, I would say. He folds out the map on, I imagine, just a table you've got on the side. A stone one, right? Like, I feel like you've got a really nice masoned table. It's got those, like, stone legs that, like, come up from the ground. They might have, I don't know how they do it in that time, but I assume they, like, build them basically out of the floor. Sure, I like that. So it's just, like, super sturdy. He just folds it out. Here is what you will need, Tahunas. Now, 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 hold on. Marawas, come here. And I call over my young servant boy. We are about to talk business, so we require wine. Go on. Don't gawk. Go. Here's the wine for you, master. Very good. Pour us each a glass, will you? Glug, 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 glug. Oh, yes, wine. Perfect. All right. Now I believe we can continue discussing. Show us what you have brought. I fold out the map. These are the exact areas, and he's circling the stands. Um, up in, I assume, the the highest points where officials and important dignitaries will sit. Is it the highest or the lowest? I guess that's a that's a Ryan question. I think that the the like real nobles sit up high, and the people who can who like pay for their tickets mm. pay to sit. The young rich, to yeah, it. that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah like new money people. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right, and probably the new rich, and then like the old dignitaries' children. Are up front. Yeah. Right. The young people who haven't seen it as many times as mm-hmm. all these old fogies have. And I've, the thrill is gone, baby. So they will be up top. More guards that high up. There will be a lot of guards, but I was assured, and he shoots an eye over to Cruel, that your skill set would be able to sneak past them. Darkness just grins his pointed tooths, grin at you. I can more than manage. And as for the symbology, I've brought some clothing that Canaeus went through all the trouble of nearly getting killed for. And I can augment your perceived appearance slightly. Make you appear more elvish to the crowd, but a crowd that size I unfortunately can't make you unrecognizable if you follow. No worries, Iltani. I can handle that without a problem. Will you be accompanying us to the games then, Karul? Oh, no need. I trust Tarhunas to complete what he needs to do, and my magic will have no problem maintaining throughout the duration needed. The two of you will be in the audience. He's Tarhunas is saying this to Iltani and Kanaeth. I will have to keep up appearances. Of course I will be in the audience. I will be close at hand. And I'm more than capable of aiding in our... Escape should attention be the wrong sort. Tarhunas pulls out a knife and a crossbow bolt. Gnaeus, what was this woman's name again? Her name is Plauscha Gorin. Tarhunas begins to carve her name into the crossbow bolt, just in case. 
a little religious, are we? Tarhunas like rubs at a scar on his neck that goes all the way around it. Not particularly. I just observe that. I don't think Tarhunas is being exceptionally subtle there, where it is just like, hmm, there is something there is something there that struck a chord. Uh for the audience members, Tarhunas hung himself once because he wanted to chat with death. So yeah. We, he rolled black gates on purpose. Yeah. That worked out fine. It did. It did, actually. It did. It did, <laughs> it did. actually. <laughs> Shall we go, then? I can hear the game's beginning. Now would be a good time to cast that spell, Cruel. Certainly. And Cruel, like, lifts himself up with a little bit of a grunt and begins drawing some threads uh, that are around Tarhunas in the kind of magical ley lines that Karul works within. This is how he manipulates magic, how he understands it. And yeah, I'm going to cast a spell to make Tarhunas appear like an elf. Uh, that's an 11. Cast a spell uh, on a 10 plus. The spell certainly helps, but choose one. We have to choose a drawback. Uh, oh, uh, but look look at this. When you roll a 10 plus on cast a spell, you do not need to select any options from the list. So yeah, spell mastery. It's great. Isn't being level 6 awesome? It's fucking super tight, dude. This is my highest level character. Garul's mm. <laughs> just this good now. Tarhunas, you look like a fucking elf. Straight up, like, full-on, full-blooded. You talk like one. You walk like one. Your build is like one. You're as tall as one. Now you have these clothes that Iltani is providing you. Like, you're dressed like one. You're an elf. Okay. You two should probably enter separate from me. Wouldn't want anyone to think you're Canaeus' brother. <laughs> uh. Daggers. Just, just <laughs> eye daggers. Let's go. We we enter separately, I assume. Yeah. How are you getting in? So, I have these plans. Mm-hmm. I think the the difference between the plans that the city has and the plans that your family has is that there's like other ways in and out. Love it. Yeah. And so I just like there's a way that gets me at least to like the top ring, probably not to the like royal box, but I managed to get past a lot of those people or a lot of the guards and stuff that I would have had to interact with otherwise. I agree. Like the the main area, you go through one of the servants' entrances and then yeah, push a panel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think your family are architects, but also information dealers, probably on so- at some level. Yep, Nathan, what does Tarhuna see when he comes up into the like the the lower ring below, like you know the black boxes that he's trying to get to? What what greets him? Is this the this is the not the nobility? This is not the nobility. This would be like the nosebleeds of this of the people. So it's not cush. It's not nice. These are just the last kind of uh, just like pews of of normal civilization. So long stone benches filled shoulder to shoulder of people of all social classes. So even even those nobility, lower nobility, of course, even those lower nobility, the newer rich who were just too late in getting their tickets are seated in these upper seats. The Colosseum is more considered for everyone, and I think that that's what sets this apart from most days. This is the third day of the fights, right? Yeah, yeah. In that everyone shows up for this. Your favorites get knocked out, and you don't go to the finals. 
the attendance is still high, but not as sought after as the semifinals. And so Tarhunas is wanting for a seat, which I think is important. You didn't pay at the door. Yeah. So this place is packed. So as Tarhunas enters and he's like looking, trying to like find a, a way to pass through this crowd of people, he sees down in the arena proper uh, Lucero, uh, Giralf, and Damon Bonebreaker. Um, just absolutely trashing a bunch of dudes on gliders as they're, like, trying to, like, get up high enough to actually utilize their gliders. You know, they're just getting picked off with arrows and just, you know, big axes and stuff. And then Tarhunas is going to take a moment just trying to, like, sort of get his bearings Mm. and find uh, Plausta, like, where she is actually sitting. Yeah, discern realities. That's a nine. Fantastic. One Q. Yeah, I mean, I, if I only have one question, I guess what here is useful or valuable to me. So the adjudicators have their own box. Zach, how many adjudicators are there? There are seven adjudicators. Okay. So the adjudicators have their own box. All seven of them sit with their respective seats, depending on when they were appointed. Not elected, obviously. Appointed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Gorin is probably third from center, so... I, I guess I would make her on the end. So she's most recently appointed. Okay. So Tarhunas draws out his two big broad-bladed fighting knives since the only way to make this really work is if it's super messy. And uh, he's going to attempt to shadow jaunt right behind her in the box. Read that move. Jaunt. When you whisper words of passage and step into shadows or darkness, roll plus int. On a 10 plus, you instantly reappear anywhere within near range. On a 7 through 9, choose 1. You reappear a few meters away from your intended destination, putting you in a spot. You reappear several seconds later. You leave something behind when you disappear. So, roll it. Fuck. Uh, That's a 7. Reappear a few meters from your intended destination, putting you in a spot. You appear behind the wrong person and don't realize that oh, you've just fucking murder him. Yeah, it's way more fun for your mom to get murdered, though. I look. I have no doubt that she will get murdered. I just meant first he murders the wrong person. I dig that. Then the guards have a chance to react. Yeah, before he actually yeah, gets to it... the target. That works for yeah. me. Yeah, because the whole thing is this is just going to get messy is what I... Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. That. yeah. we're on the same page. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. So yes, uh, you appear behind the wrong adjudicator. They're all dressed pretty similarly and murder them. So that's one adjudicator down. But then I think adjudicator Gorin is the first to react and like stands up, like startled, right? Like that's her reaction. And you look over and realize that you have miscalculated your, your jaunt. Uh, she immediately shouts for the guards. Now, it should be noted, the guards of the adjudicator are separate from the normal-ass city guard because the adjudicators are, like, an elite position. They also have elite guards. I think that these are likely elf slave soldiers who have been brainwashed from a very, very young age to be excellent fighters. Hell yeah. Zach, who did he accidentally assassinate? It's adjudicator talk. And what is exceptionally problematic about this is that Adjudicator Talk uh, was a elvish sympathizer. One of, one of the people who had turned over a, a newer leaf, obviously not the newest, but 
since he since he was just to the left of uh your mother he was the the second newest and he was a little bit more progressive than the others but now he's just a pair of shoulders without a neck or head and you've got quite a few elvis soldiers kind of pressing in upon you yeah what are you gonna do they're closing the gap now as well so that they're protecting adjudicator gorn as they're trying to basically encircle you right they're trying to do like a semicircle so they'll just push you off into the crowd if nothing else you'll probably fall and break your neck i think as the like knives snick through the neck the corpse falls away and he sees that he missed essentially and he, I'm going to throw both the, the knives at, like, the two first oncoming guards. Mm. And then I'm going to attempt to summon my devouring shadows. Do the knives have the throne tag? Yeah. Then volley. Uh, we should establish how many guards there are. Six. Done. Uh, that's a ten. So, yeah. Roll your damage. Uh, six damage. All right. Uh, let's probably establish what their HP is and shit, what their armor is, what their damage is. Six HP. Hmm. Well, they're probably decently and armored. Six armor. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say these sounds guys, great. <laughs> these guys have hella armor, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'm uh, I'm good with two armor. I was gonna say I think they have a solid two armor for sure. Elvish warriors condition from birth. That's what I think I was I was leaning that way too. Eight's good. Uh I'm gonna yep. argue for probably best of two D eight. Two D six or eight. Eight? Ooh. I kinda lean eight. That's a beating. They're 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 hefty boys. Yeah. Alright, I'm into it. Ryan, how do you feel about all this? Yeah. <laughs> Fucked. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I mean they yeah. They're they're definitely trained. You're right. They I was definitely going for best of something kind of weapon these guys wielding my thought was two curved blades facing either direction on a long staff oh yeah like a double-sided sword yeah uh well it sounds more like a double-sided like a staff right so it's more more handle than blade yeah oh i got you but there are these two decently sized curved blades on either end sure yeah i like it awesome it's official looking yeah that's what i thought turner sees that these guys have reach on him certainly and so now two of his knives gone, he's going to summon up the Devouring Shadows. Devouring Shadows, when you whisper words of binding to shadows, you can wield them as weapons with the tags precise, reach, area, and terrifying. Tar Hunis reaches out to the shadows in this box mm-hmm. and turns them into long whip-like extensions at the ends of his hands. Fantastic. Fantastic. So there's these two groups coming at me, and I think he just kind of focuses in on one of the the sort of arms of this pincer movement. Yeah, so roll hack and slash. Uh, That's a nine. This is just a straight hack and slash, right? There isn't anything else to the move? Yeah. Yeah, but there is the tags terrifying to keep in mind and... Just one damage. And the one damage. Oh, uh, yeah. So the damage isn't going to do anything, but I think you do manage to. It probably doesn't do anything because the guard backs off, right? So yeah. you miss because yeah. he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I was targeting like that whole group of them because they have area too. Yeah. So Right. How close are 
We Eltani. Yeah, you guys would definitely be hearing the ruckus, I think, at this point, like, right? Yeah. Were we, in fact, just sitting, like, ten seats down? <laughs> dum, dum, dum. That's not Goran's head, is it? No, it is not at all. God, so let's get up there. <laughs> We're below. Yeah. Yeah, we actually have to take the stairs, I think. Yeah, so. we have to begin running up the stairs now. Yep. Yep, that's great. That happens, and I think Tarhunas, while you are managing to keep this one group at bay... There is another one who uh, strikes out at you, probably just catching the, like, trying to catch the the back of your leg to bring you down. It's like a wide sweep, right? Like at the very edge of their reach um, from the the other three. So go ahead and take that best of 2d8. Oh, there we go. There's good damage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I rolled an eight. Ouch. You're going to take that, and I think, uh, so it, it cuts across. It's not like, they don't, it's not messy or anything. Your armor applies, all of that, all of that business. But yeah, the, the eight damage, so it definitely is a good cut across you um, as this one, like, reaches out. The other, I think, two uh, that are with this one are now backing up, and they're, they're on either side of Adjudicator Gorin. What do you do? So at this point, Turnus is just going to focus on the mission and surviving he's still on his feet right oh yeah yeah for sure it's just a cut across like the okay that's what i thought it didn't like cut your achilles tendon or anything okay digging deep into the the primal instincts that he had almost forgotten about and definitely not the person playing him had forgotten about (laughs) uh he's gonna draw on his uh herculean appetites oh fuck yeah Two years ago when I played him in multi-class, we changed one of the Herculean appetites to Conquest. Mm -hmm. And so we've used it a lot of times when it's things like this, when he's trying to kill people for the good of the Empire. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he's going to use one of these long whip-like appendages of shadow to try to strike all that the group of the two guards, but mostly targeting Gorin. They have area, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Do it. Go ahead and roll a hack and slash. Uh fourteen. Roll your damage. That's six. Six damage. Yikes. If you're into this, because of the area tag, because I think it's kinda interesting to do it this way, you strike one of them and the other one jumps out and gets killed by this in order to take it for the educator. So rather than rather than just doing six damage to all of them, which probably wouldn't kill any of them, I don't think we should take the stakes out of the scene yet for it to have you actually kill. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. But you take one down, and the other one is is also wounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair. Is enough. that interesting? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I like that because then yeah. yeah, that one's totally down. So the rest of the council has moved the, entirely out of the box now. They've all run, except one. Yeah, totally. Well, except except two. So there's educated Gorin. And there's whoever Karul is disguised as. <laughs> is that cool? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. That's <laughs> wonderful. Well, okay, you 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 describe the scene then. Go. <laughs> Give us some Karul perspective and what he does. So Karul doesn't want to be obvious and he doesn't want to like play his cards just yet. Cause he, he Tarhunas is a capable person. But yeah, when Karul said that he wasn't gonna be there, it's total horseshit. Cruel has already like captured and kept one of the educators in order to 
make appearances as this educator himself. So he has disguised himself fully as an educator in order to manipulate the politics, the court. But also because he knew that it would put him here once they decided to to assassinate this other educator. So I am disguised as Educator Astamil. So I have like backed up from this whole scene because I don't want to get involved or whatever. But I'm trying to scoot close so that the guards notice me and then maybe come to protect me. That's what I'm going to try to do. And if you want me to retroactively cast a spell to see if there's any like negative effects or whatever of this, I'm into it. Uh, no, this seems well within your purview, but you probably should defy plus, what, charisma? Yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah. To, to properly, you know. Embody the character. In, there we go. Yeah, and engage in foxing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sure. Yeah, I like that. That's a 10. So, yeah, they totally buy your ruse, and as you back up, they properly guard you, not knowing who the technical assassination target is, given that not only is Astamil important, but Astamil is probably an elder sympathizer as well. Yeah. Positioned opposite the more conservative Gorin. Yep. And they are confused as to what this assassination coup is. Get me out of here! Uh, yeah, I think they start leading you away towards the stairs, uh, taking two of them with you. Uh, you probably do run into us coming up the stairs. I 100% wink at you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I think my tell... My tell's my golden tongue. Yeah. Oh, so you'd, like, waggle your tongue a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, I wink and stick my tongue out at you guys as we are, as we're, like, running, like, pat... Like, the guard shoves you, right? Like, shoves you out of the way to get me out of there. Mm-hmm. Always has to be the center of attention. Better him than us. We should check in on our shadowy friend, though. So that leaves us with three guards still up there. Sounds about right. Tarhunas says you're bearing down upon the final guard that's before Plausha, as well as the two that are attempting to regroup and form the best phalanx they can. So what is this all about, then, huh? Is this some kind of ploy? Are you working with one of the other adjudicators? I have very little in common with Tack. As you and your kind very well know, only fools and plays monologue to their victims. I'm a professional. And I think he snakes one of the shadowy whips up around and tries to flick it past the uh, elvish bodyguard who's standing in between the two of them. Yeah, roll hack and slash? Yeah, I think so. It's a nine. Beltani and Kanea, you are both entering... So you would both have the chance to aid right here, if you so choose, kicking the door open. There's the one guard guarding Adjudicator Gorin directly, and then there are the other two who are kind of trying to figure out how they can approach Tarhonis to attack him. They're definitely going to notice the fact that you like kick the door in, but they weren't focused on you, and they're not attacking you immediately. So what do you do? No, you haven't done anything for a minute, have you? You haven't done shit. I was just talking, at least. Also, this is totally... Iltani territory, like mind magic, like fuck with one of them. Yeah, okay. Iltani and Kanea enter just in time to see the flick of the wrist that will inevitably spell the death of Adjudicator Gorin. But to avoid the messy end of the last attack, which is to say one of the bodyguards jumping in and taking the the brunt of this attack, Iltani is going to preclude that by raising her hand palm first. And I'm going to 
telekinetically push one of the guards away from Adjudicator Gorn to make sure that Tarhunus indeed strikes true. Do the thing. So seven. Oh, what's the complication? Um. Oh shit! Uh, you fucking air blast all of them out. Tarhunus, the guard, and Adjudicator. So they get blasted out of the air box and down into the stands. As it as Tarhunus. as Tarhunus is striking, yeah. So Tarhunus will have a ten. He'll roll his damage, right? And but you're gonna be in the crowd. Am I in the crowd or in the air? It's just a push. Yeah, but which way am I getting pushed off? Off the front of the sky of oh, the black I box, right? You. So you're getting pushed like twelve feet down onto other people. Four for the damage. Uh, how much HP do you guys feel like Educator should have? I would think more than that. Not much, right? Yeah, it, five. Like, like yeah, yeah. Like, one more, one know, more hit will do it, but that's not gonna. That's yeah. not gonna quite be there. Yeah, I think you mortally wounded, right? So where do you where do you snap through that doesn't quite get doesn't quite get there? Where where what were you, where was your intended target? Were you trying to slit her throat? Yeah, or? yeah. I mean, I was trying to take her head off. Take her head off. Yeah. So I think I as the like force push or telekinetic push whatever hits. I think it pushes my hand up and it like slices through the front of her face. Yep. Fuck, that's yeah, great. We're, actually, like, yeah. Spiraling into the crowd. Yeah. Tarhunas, um, what are you doing to like uh, prevent just hitting the fucking stand super hard? You're in the air. You have but a moment to react. Yeah. So he's flying through the air, and I think he's just gonna try to like roll into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's flying right into the crowd. So I think he just like picks a suitable person in the crowd to try to like land as gracefully as possible on. Give me a defy danger plus intelligence. You guys into that? That's more fun. It's it was like you're not exactly just spinning in the midair or whatever. Yeah, you're looking yeah. for a place that's soft. <laughs> it's an eleven. Yeah, you smash a fool. <laughs> that's that's yeah. basically it. They. Like maybe, actually, it's probably it's probably like four or five people that you manage to like distribute your weight on, really, you know, which like yeah. really makes it and actually kind of bounce. Yeah, back. yeah, for sure. So I think you're gonna be able to recover pretty quickly. There are still two guards up in the main room. Um, Iltani, you have just uh, telekinetically pushed some people. These guards then, therefore, are definitely gonna react as if you are acting aggressively because, well, you are. Uh, so they're going to rush forward. Kanea, I'm particularly interested in what you're doing. Uh, all right. I immediately put my hands up. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. There's been a misunderstanding. We heard about an assassination attempt on the adjudicator. We are trying to stop the culprit. Uh, give me a defy danger plus charisma. I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Four. That's a five. That's not good. Damn. That's really not good. <laughs> They're fucking like hackles are raised. They're on full alert. They're not buying anything. You showed up at a very convenient time with somebody who just aggressively threw the adjudicator and other people out of the window. They're just gonna run you through. Yeah, just run you yeah, through the gut. Yeah, maybe that's what happened. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't there. No one saw it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, best of 2d8 is what we Yeah, decided. best of 2d8. Well, I'm sure this will be an 8. No, there's a 7. There's another 7. Hey! <laughs> Armor applies. Oh, please. 
I am at a healthy three. <laughs> ah, fuck! Uh, Iltani, the other guard is sweeping his double-sided spear to try and cut your arm off, probably, that you flicked the wrist at. So what do you do? Can I just rip up the floor with my mind and try to separate us that way? What? When you mentally manipulate an object you can see, can I lift up the floor? Huh. Like, break break it off, and I'm not describing this very well. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Are you are you trying to raise it up, or are you trying to pull it apart? Well, pull it apart and, and use it and use it to separate the two of us. The part, the specifically, specifically the floor that the guard is standing on, I wish to lift up that part of the floor, bring them off balance, and knock them over. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm into that. So just like the couple of like, I mean, it's probably mosaic or tile or brick or whatever, right? So these are parts that can come apart. So you're trying to manipulate those parts and throw this one guard like off balance, right? Like knock them over. Yeah. So telekinesis, when you mentally manipulate an object, you can see roll plus int. And then it's, would you guys say that this chunk of floor is no larger than a person? Probably person sized. So I only get minus one. So it's a plus one roll total. Go. All right. That's an eight on a seven through nine. You cannot move or do anything but manipulate the object. If you're injured or jostled about immediately, you lose concentration. I think you're going to get a pass on that. But I do think that the real issue here is that it sounds like it takes more time, you know, more time and more concentration than you thought. That makes sense. You're slowly pulling up these tiles right from this from underneath this person. And I think it catches them off guard enough that. They're not able to react to it. They can't just like, they're not just hopping off and ignoring it. So that'll happen, but you're very like fixated and concentrated on this while Kanea is still in the middle of a fight with this other guard and it's, well, it's Kanea. Yeah, what do you mean in the middle of a fight? I'm, I just got stabbed. I'm not fighting. <laughs> uh, what I mean by that is that he's yanked this blade out and he's going to twist around the other side of it to, to try and uh, cut you down. What do you do? I die. <laughs> <laughs> It's well within the realm of possibility at this point. Okay, well, we better try and go for something. Is he, like, face-to-face with me and he's trying to pull it out of my gut, right? Right. Looks like I'm just going to give up and die and just latch onto the back of his neck and try and pull his head into mine. And I, I will say quickly, how could you have done this? You have betrayed everything that you stand for, everything that the governors have taught you. And, uh... I'm going to I'm going to try and charm this cast that spell. Let's see if I die. That'll be a 10. That'll fucking do it. All right. <laughs> so yeah. So you you hear that you hear that at the end. We are here to protect the adjudicators. You must go and find the adjudicators. There are others that you need to protect now. Go quickly. There's a flash of realization across their face like the adjudicators <laughs> and they yank that blade out of you and run off <laughs> uh tarhunas you are down on the stands you're in a big like dog pile essentially with this group of people and also with the educator and with the last guard that you have to deal with the guard has like tossed their fucking spear, right? Like let go of it because it's not gonna be any good in this kind of range. Uh, they're drawing their. They got a double dagger as well, just to keep that theme going. So single handle, two blade, two curved dagger blades on either side that they're gonna try and fucking get you with. Darnus has lost control of the like shadow whips. He either has to resummon them or, um, and he's gonna attempt to pull out his crossbow oh, with fuck. the arrow. 
with uh Goron's name in it. Uh and since he's like in this dog pile, there's no way he could aim it at her. So he's just gonna shoot it straight up into the air. Cool. I have the move bullet with your name on it. Uh when you engrave the birth name of a creature on a projectile, it will always strike them true as long as you can see them when you fire. No matter how improbable it would be for it to hit. I think all I want for this is the fight engine plus dexterity to like get the crossbow out and free your arm and up, yeah, and then shoot it, right? Is everybody cool with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that I tracks. I, I would agree. Uh, 12. Oh, yeah. You're totally able to do it, and you do it fast. I think we see this arrow arch up, and as the camera is tracking the arrow, it shifts so that we can see just briefly the arena, which has changed from the last fight. And now it, there's a huge pyramid in place, and you we just see... Like the flickering of magic and figures like racing towards the top and fighting along their way up. And then the arrow comes back down and hits Adjudicator Goron. Yeah. How does Adjudicator Goron die? <laughs> the arrow just, since it's magicked, it like hits in between her neck and her shoulder and just keeps digging in until it hits, finds her heart. That's great. And you just see it like disappear into her chest and she falls over dead however you still have this guard to deal with who's definitely still bringing this blade down at you what do you do like he probably hasn't even realized that adjudicator goran is dead because why why would that crossbow bolt hit her you shot it into the air he thinks he's like pretty safe so just going in for a fucking like gut stab what do you do i'm just gonna smack him in the face with the butt of the crossbow uh, give me a defined digit plus. Uh, are you mm, are you trying to deal damage? Or you're just trying to get them off you. No, I'm just trying to buy myself some like a minute. Yeah, defined digit plus strength. Uh, it's a nine. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> you can smack him in the face for sure, and you'll knock him off and kind of clear a path for you. But he's still probably gonna catch you. Uh, or you can avoid the strike. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to avoid the strike. Okay, so he's still on you. You guys are still engaged in a struggle, but he, he brings the blade down, and it you know you, you wriggle a little bit, uh, and it, it misses your stomach and just strikes down into the, into the wooden stands. If his knife, when it strikes the wooden boards on the stands, Tarhunas is going to try to stomp down on his wrist to try to disarm him and then summon up just not like a full shadow weapon, but I think like one hand reaches out to where like the the crowd is really dense into the shadows made by their bodies and snaps out with just like a like a penumbra of shadow around it into this guard's face. Hmm. So you're doing another like the summon and shadow a thing. But I don't have to roll for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. it's just to actually yeah, do the damage. I'm cool with just rolling this into one hack and slash. Hack yeah, and I slash. Think so. Yeah, it's a cool scene. seven yeah this makes sense actually i think your kick was not as effective as you had hoped and he's able to grab his blade back out and you guys are gonna fucking get each other do i deal damage oh yeah for sure roll your damage yeah okay that's an eight he's dead but then also you're gonna take best of 2d8 fair enough six so yeah the two of you strike each other but uh his his last hot breath exhales on your face as he slumps down onto you. So I have the fanatic background. 
The strength of your beliefs is there for all to see. When you deal a creature a fatal blow, it will answer any one question for you, truthfully, in the moment before its death. There it is. Yeah. So as I'm, like, cradling him and his, you know, his dying breath, why do you serve these humans? The the truth is that, right? Like, I mean, if they're indoctrinated... Right, that's, well, that's, that's what I was going to lean towards is, like... But, you know, you don't indoctrinate people without lying to them. I just want to... This is a more for Tarhunas' own, like, personal struggle with his job than anything else. I was born into it, and it's never been easy... Working, training as a child. But our lives were better than other elves. We had more. It's this or worse slavery. Then he dies. I think Tarhunas lowers his body gently down to the stands. And then Tarhunas is going to start running back up to the box where Kanea and... uh, Iltani are. But the camera rushes ahead. I believe we still have one guard to deal with. So the guard had stumbled a minute after I had bucked the floor of this place out from under them, but it's obviously taking more effort than it should for what I'm trying to do. Kanea, you should run. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I'm bleeding to death. Yeah, are, are you even capable of running? Yeah, I don't think so probably look over your shoulder and you just see me spit out a bunch of blood and just grasp my gut where I, you just see red stains going all over my yellow garb. And I look up helplessly like a child. Realizing that my distraction is not working, I release my hold on the flooring and in a quick moment I attempt to shock the brain of this guard that is approaching and just turn him to mush if I can. Sweet. Do you have a specific role for that? Yeah. So I have mind thrust when I attempt to hammer a creature or object with mental force, which is more or less what I'm going for here. Mm-hmm. Should I do anything for dropping the floor? Mm, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think you can just release that. And this, this yeah, that might roll the, into the yeah, sticks. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So I'm just going to mind thrust <clears throat> It's a 12, so I do my damage. That's two damage. Is there anything about ignoring armor for you? Yeah, it, it, it ignores armor. Well, it's two Yeah, piercing. so this one I think is still at six HP. Can I get up there at this point? Yeah. Like, that, does, that, does that buy him no, enough yeah, time? Yeah, that probably makes sense, actually. For that time. probably makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's definitely going in for the stab um, with, this, with this spear. Uh, but Tarhunas, you're going to get up there. Kanea, you could maybe act if you could get over your whole almost dead thing but if either of the two of you want to do something what do you do i think i'm dying do you actually think kane has ever been stabbed in his life at all like he is sobbing like a child like at most you might bust in on me like reaching into my gown just with the spilling shaking hand and yeah it's just spilling all over my face as i just drink this hot cinnamon trying to heal myself so tarhunas gets the top and sees like this guard about to impale iltani and i think he's a little far away to like interfere necessarily and so he's going to the palm with the shadow stuff in it he slams into the ground, trying to do something that he's never done before. And 
animate all the shadows in this box to grab onto this guard like is it frank in hellraiser when he gets like ripped apart by all the chains in the attic just do that to this guard with shadows yeah roll boy is that a move no but it's area and yeah it just says you can wield shadows as weapons okay seems cooler than like shadow whips no it's it's super dope you just looked at your advanced moves i was like is this a move you're triggering oh it is i mean it's just using devouring shadows it's not a move in and of itself. So do you just roll hack and slash, right? Am I understanding? Yeah. Correct? Yeah, just roll hack and slash. Uh, It's still a seven. Oh, come on, bro. The stakes were that I get stabbed, not you. So I'm going to get stabbed. It does say like that it makes an attack against you, not... Well, yeah, I just didn't want to get stabbed. I think you both get stabbed, is my point. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's fine. fine. Yeah. Yeah. So you want me to roll my damage? Yes, please. Four. Oh, you don't even kill him? No, not <laughs> not know. even really close, actually. No. Uh, he's got two, two more points of damage left. One of you roll a d8 once, and the other one of you roll a d8 once, and then you take that damage. Yep. Well, I got an eight. I got a one. Well, that follows. <laughs> that, yep, that tracks. <laughs> so he, like, stabs Il- Iltani, and then it's whatever, like, momentum is left just, like, dinks off my armor. He catches yeah. it with the back end. Because it's double-bladed, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it dinks off your armor. So I get cut across the chest as these shadows reach up and grasp at him and being co- begin pulling at his armor and scratching at him. And all bloody and screaming, in his last gasp, he attempts to run me through. But I will reach into my boot and pull out my dagger, and I'm going to attempt to get him between the ribs before he can kill me. Good luck. Roll hack and slash. Good luck. Yeah. You're fine. That's a seven. Oh, yeah. that's about perfect. So, yeah, you both deal damage to each other. Yes! <laughs> so, six damage from me. That'll kill him. And I'm probably dead. No way. You're at seven, as long as you don't roll an eight. Or a seven. Ha. Oh, it's best of. Five. Ha! Iltani lives. Nice. And Iltani, what are you left with? You're at two, two. HP. He catches you again, but it's just like in the maybe like the ribs. So it's real fucking painful, but it doesn't hit anything vital, luckily. So as I was as I was coming up, I get him I get him once in the armpit, and we're left with that scene where we're staring eye to eye for a second. And then I wrench the dagger out of his side and bring the blade up and cut his throat and pull his head back and push him onto the ground. Fuck yeah. Your assassination succeeded. You're all alive. If wow. injured, what do you all do? Tarhunas, can you get us out of here? I can. This way. And I think Tarhunas goes into like the hallway that is at the back of these black boxes, and there's like a panel that he pushes aside. Bring the wizard. Let's go. And Iltani looks for a second at Kanea before just reaching a bloody hand down to pull him up. We walk together through the servant's exit.
What's your estate like, Tarhunas? Yeah. You're, You're Tarhunas. I, oh. I say to myself, <laughs> Tarhunas, yes, I would like to answer that. This is not my beautiful wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tarhunas puts in his headphones before he goes to assassinate. Yeah, the days go on. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck. Oh, my God, my mom. <laughs> really sorry about this kid. I'm just all twisted right now. He just stabs it. Same as it ever was. <laughs> same, same as, as it ever was. was. Well, I can't blame the man. He has great taste in music. <laughs> <laughs>